Okay, good morning, Bishop Rabbi Crown. We are, this week we're doing Daf Kuf Yud Dalad. We're going to start from the very, very bottom of Kuf Yud Gimel Ahmed Bez. Um, what we're talking about, and we're going to be talking about through the end of the parak, is there was something we learned previously about um, if someone is not obligated to do something, like, such as a minor or a cherish, we talked about if they are doing the wrong thing, it's not incumbent upon the Bezdin to stop them. They can continue to allow them to do the wrong thing. So we're going to start off with this statement from Rav Pedas, and then we're going to give 12 rayas that, that are going to attempt to prove what he says, and that will take us through the end of the parak, which is in, in the most of the way through the Daf Bays, and then we'll start the next parak. So starting from the very bottom, Rav Yitzchak Barbinsa. He lost the keys to the base Medrash. And this is on Shabbos. Why it has to be the keys to the base Medrash as opposed to the keys to his own house is a question, but in any case. He came for Rabbi Bidas. And Rabbi Bidas said to him, Zil, go ahead. Go get a bunch of young boys and girls. Let them play there. The mashkula, what will happen is they'll find the keys and masilu, and they'll bring them back for you. So bring them along, let them play in the area. They'll wind up picking up your keys and carrying it back for them. So even though they're carrying on Shabbos, um, you would allow them to do that. Amakasavra, you might learn from here that what Rav Das holds is katan ochal nevelos. This is the original thing that we, that the original proof that we said is that a katan who's eating nevelos is eating nevela meat or some other. Uh, the Arisa that they're not supposed to do, Ain Bezdin Mitsuvin Lafrisha. The Bezdin doesn't have to stop him from doing this. So now we're going to go through a series of um, of trying attempts to try to prove this out. Maybe we have a, this Baraisa that proves this. Lo Yomar Adamatinok. A person should not say to a, a child, Havili Mafteya Havili Chosa, bring me my keys, bring me my seal, meaning. Don't do these things on Shabbos. Ella menicho tolesh menicho zeroeg. But he's allowed to let the ch- let the child go ahead and and um, pick plants or throw things around on Shabbos. So, even, so anything that they're doing on their own volition, you don't have to go ahead and stop them from doing this. So therefore, this might be a proof throughout Pidas that you allow them to do these things that are in theory malachos um, to on Shabbos if they do it on their own. You know, you can't tell them to do it, but if they do it on their own, it's fine. So Am Rabaye, this, this isn't really a good proof. We're talking about here is Tolish Ba'atzish Einur Nakov. Talks about when you're plucking something that's growing in an unperforated pot, so therefore it's not connected to the ground. And because it's not connected to the ground, it's not considered a Doresa. Or a Zorik Bekarmelis or a Buddha. Now, when you're throwing an object in a Karmelis, you know, there, as we know, there are three different areas from a halachic point of view. There's a Roshosa Yachid, Roshosa Rabbim, and a Karmelis. And within a Carmelis, although we wouldn't do it, we don't, you know, we don't generally not do it, it's more of a Durabana. Daraisa is really going from the strict um Rashashayachit to Rashasarabim or vice versa. So again, it's not clearly a Daraisa in that case. Um Tashma. Um who maybe we have something that will teach us that we're supposed to stop a um a child from doing a malacha or doing something uh, going over a something that's a daraisa. So, God forbid there's a fire and a non-Jew were to come along and to try to extinguish the fire on Shabbos, you're not supposed to tell him to go ahead and put out the fire. You're not supposed to instruct him to do that. 
But but he doesn't have to say to him, don't put it out. Because it's not not our responsibility to make the non-Jews stop from what they're doing. However, but if a child comes ahead and tries to extinguish it, you tell him, don't do it. Because we're responsible for the shvisa, for the for the youngster not doing a malacha on Shabbos. So because here we tell him to stop it, it seems like we would tell the, tell the child not to do that. Amar Rabbi Yochari says, no, that's not really the case. What we're talking about here is ba'osel dasavim. When the, when the child is putting out the fire, he's not doing it really because he wants to. He sees his father, he really wants his fire to be put out, and therefore he's really doing it as if he's doing it for his father. Um, and the kava gabi al Maybe the same thing would apply to the non-Jew. The Osel Das Israel. He's doing. He's not doing it. He's not doing it on uh, on his own. He sees this anguished, not Jewish person there, and he really knows that the Jew really wants the fire be, to be put out, and therefore he's really doing it as if he's the shaliach uh, or for the for the Jew, uh, Mishari. So how do we allow him to go ahead and do it? And, you know, it's one thing where he said that we would tell them not. We wouldn't deliberately instruct the non-Jew to do it, but we said if he does it, we're not going to stop him. Answers, he's doing it really for on his own. He's doing it not because he wants to be a, not wants to please the the Jew, but he's doing it because he figures if he'll do this and he'll get hired to do other things. He has his own his own interests in mind. Um, so therefore, he's going ahead on his own, and we don't need, we don't stop him. So now, further proofs for Abedas, and again, there's going to be twelve of these. Tashma, we learned in Baraisa. Uh, ben Chaver. So a Chaver is someone who is a Talmud Chacham or someone who's trusted to be knowledgeable in, in Halacha. Um, so Ben Chaver, so someone who is the son of a Chaver. He regularly goes to his maternal grandfather, so he goes to his Zaydi's house, and his Zaydi is an Amaaretz. His Zaydi is known not to be someone who knows the Halacha so well. We're not worried. Then maybe he's going to give him food that's not appropriate, maybe Meister hasn't been taken. So normally because he's a, he's the son of a Chavar, in a Chavar's house they were very, they, they knew clearly about the Halachos and they would always only eat food of a, food that was appropriate. But when he goes to Zadie's house, you don't know what happens in Zadie's house. And therefore, Matzabiado Peros, if he comes back from the grandfather's house and he has food from the grandfather, ain't Zakaklo. He's not, he doesn't have to take it away from him. He doesn't have to worry that you know that about it because it's you know that because the child isn't as obligated, he doesn't have to stop him from eating the food that he got from the grandfather's house. Amarof Yochanan b'Demai Hakila. Now this is, we're we're makel here because we're talking about Demai. We're not we don't know definitively that that this produce is bad, but because there's a suffix, we allow it to go forward. Ella time of the Demai. But Rav Yochanan is saying that the reason that that it, that we do this is by Demai. Haivade, that would mean that when it's a, when it's a um, a, def- a definite, you know, demai is a is a suffix. When it's a definite, we would stop him by lashuri. We so um, by lashuri that if we knew for sure that the the food wasn't tithed, there wasn't meiser was taken it, we would we would require it to be um, have meiser taken from it before we would um, allow the child to have it. If it was a vade, Rav Yochanan. But osel aviv. But really, what we're talking about is when he's doing it with his fa- for his father. So again, it's the same thing. It's like if he's doing it, if he's if he's taking this food and he's doing it all because of what the father wants him to do, then taking the food because that's what the father wants. 
then he's really acting on behalf of the father. But if he happens to take this food on his own, even if it's a vadai, that it is Maestro hasn't been taking it, and he goes ahead and eats it on his completely on his own. Um, you don't you don't have to worry. You don't have to stop the child from doing this doing this iser. El Rav Yochanan Tzfuke Masbakale. We have to say the Rav Yochanan was actually was a suffix to him about whether you have to stop this child from doing a, an avera. Kai Hachimadche. And what he was trying to do here is he, the way he explained what he was doing was because he was acting on the on behalf of the father. Kai Hai Madche. Um, and when he was talking about a nisbaraisa, where you wouldn't have to stop it, he, 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 the way he answered it is by saying that he, he's using this, this suffix. So in other words, Rav Yochanan isn't necessarily convinced about one way or the other, so he only allows it in cases where there's an, another way of thinking about it. So in the first case, he would say that, uh, in one case, he would say it's because he was acting on behalf of the father. In our case, he would say it's because it, it was a suffix, because it was... Demai wasn't 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 definite that Maisa wasn't taken. That's where Rav Yochanan would allow it to, to go ahead. So that again, that doesn't really give support for Rav Badas. So another another try. Tashma Bein Chaver Kohen, a Bein Chaver who happens to be a Kohen. Sharaga Lelech Eitzel Avi Imon. He's used to going to his his Zaidi's house, who is a Kohen Amar. So I don't know why the Zaidis are always Amarts, but that's the way it is. So he goes to Zaidi's house. Zaidi is a Kohen in his Amaret, so therefore you can't be trusted about about Tuma and Tahara. Ain Choshashem, we're not worried. Shemi Yachilena Truma Tameya. We're not worried that maybe the Truma that he'll give him is actually became Tame. Um, and therefore, Matzo Biado Peros, if you find food in the in the child's hands, Ain Zakaluklo. You don't have to worry, you don't have to take it away from him. So again, this might prove that in this case, you, you know, you're not taking away something that he would not be allowed to have. Where our answer is not so fast, but Truma Durabanan. We're talking about here Truma Durabanan, and with Truma Durabanan, maybe you wouldn't, you would be allowed to do it. But if it was actually Truma Daraisa, maybe you would have to take it away. Another case, Tashma, Yonek Tinok Baholech. So a baby is allowed to continue to nurse Miuberes from a from a wet nurse who happens to be an Ovedis Kochavim Ubehemet Mea. So the, the baby is allowed to nurse either from a wet nurse who's non-Jewish and is therefore eating non-Jewish food, non-kosher food, or directly from an animal who's a non-kosher animal. So let's say, um, not to be gross or anything, but let's say there was a pig and, the, and they, they gave the baby to nurse directly from the pig. Um, or the baby was to nurse directly from the pig. Uh, so when it comes to the um, to the wet nurse, we're not worried that he, or in either case, we're not worried that he's eating from something that is a, um, a not not allowed to be eaten. It's an it's an inappropriate thing. Um, but we know that we're not supposed to directly feed nevelos or trefos to a child. However, but he's allowed to. Nurse from them, Valfil Bashabas, and even on Shabbos, and on Shabbos, um, it, it becomes more of a more significant. We'll talk about that in a bit. But if you talk about a child that's a little bit older, they wouldn't be allowed to do this. So again, this the, the infant is allowed to nurse either either from the non-Jew who's eating non-appropriate things or directly from a non-kosher animal. Um, but with a child that was a little bit older, you would you would not allow them to do that. Avashal Omer. No hagim hayinu sheyonkim behemat Torah biyomto. But he would say, what we would do is with infants, 
we would make sure that they would only nurse from a kosher animal on Shabbos, on, on Yom Tov as opposed to Shabbos. So let's, let's explain a little bit what we're talking about. Kasadi Mihi, what the Baraisa is saying here is, Ein kosher shebionik sheketz. We're not worried that the baby is nursing from a something not kosher, either a non-kosher animal or a um, wet nurse on Shab, a wet nurse who might have eaten something inappropriate. So from here, we might say that we don't have to worry that a child that's going ahead and eating something inappropriate, we have to stop them to do that. So Gemara says maybe this isn't such a proof. Why? The reason we're allowing this is because it's a danger to the infant if they're not able to eat. If this is the only thing they can eat, then it's definitely a sakana, and that, therefore it will be pikuach nefesh, and you would allow it. And, and, and you know, there, there's a whole so it's part of the discussion here is about what what you do on Shabbos or not. But we'll we'll, we'll see how we get to that. So if it's a case of pikuach nefesh, maybe um, that should be the same thing. So why do we not allow it? Gadol by umdina So when it comes to the god, when a child that's older. We would we would take more time to actually look into the case. So you know, let's say it was on Shabbos, we would wait till after Shabbos to check into whether we should allow this to happen. So by a kid that's two or three, maybe we would wait for that. Katanami um, So maybe we would say that when it comes to this infant, we would also say let's not give him this right away and right now. Let's wait and see what happens. Let's check into it. Maybe we could find something better. Our answers. I'm Rav Huna Rav Yeshua. Stam tinok mesukan etzachalav that the, when the baby, if you're not able to feed them right away, it could really be life threatening for them. So unlike the toddler that can wait a few hours to find something different or to wait till after Shabbos to clarify it, by a te- by a real um, infant, you have to feed them right away. Otherwise, it's really pikuach nefesh, and therefore you wouldn't go ahead and do this. So therefore, this this doesn't really um, work so well. Abba Shal Omer. No, no. He said it was what we said before that that the practice was that they would only give the baby to nurse from a pure animal on Yom Tov. What case are we talking about? If we're talking about where there's sakana that if the baby doesn't nurse, What's the specifics about about the baby nursing from a animal? So again, the question here is really about. Um, nursing directly from the animal, if it's an animal, uh, um, if it's a kosher animal, put that aside. Nursing directly might be a malacha on Shabbos from an animal because you're you're extracting the, the milk from the animal. So therefore, um, he, he says they would do it on Yom Tov. In Yom Tov, it's not really an, an Easter. On Shabbos, it is. Hechi dami. What are we talking about here? Eid ikasakana. If we're talking about where it's in danger to the infant if he can't eat right away, I feel with Shabbos nami. We should allow it on Shabbos as well. And if it's not a sakana, maybe we shouldn't allow it on Yom Tov either. So why are we allowing the baby to nurse directly from an animal? Um, on Yom Tov, if it's, if it's a sakana, it should be specifically allowed on Shabbos. If it's not a sakana, it should not be allowed on Yom Tov either. Because there's pain in the infant if he doesn't eat, but it's not really a um, life-threatening. So it's it's uncomfortable for the baby, but it's not life-threatening. And Abishal holds that nursing directly from the animal, while it's this potentially the malacha, but it, you're doing it like you're doing it with a shinoi. Because normally you wouldn't have the baby uh, you know, nursed directly from the animal. However, Shabbos, when it comes to Shabbos, the Easter skila on Shabbos, where it's a malacha da'araisa, that you're chayav misa if you go ahead and do it, 
Gazurabanan, they, they, they said that nursing from an animal should be prohibited all the time. Yom Tov, however, the Easter Lav, when Yom Tov is only a Lav, it's not an Easter where you get, um, you, you know, Chayav Misa, well, Gazrubal Rabbanan. So Rabbanan would not, would, would not stop them from having the, the children nurse from the animals directly on, on Yom Tov. Um, so the, the issue here is that it's not a case where it's Pikuach Nefesh, it's an issue here where the child is just uncomfortable, so therefore they would allow it on Yom Tov, but they wouldn't allow it on Shabbos. Um, Tashma, we'll do one more of these. Um, the Torah says you should not um, eat eat them because they are sheketz. So this is an extra pasuk because it says multiple times about not eating things that are not kosher. This is coming to the, the so this pasuk is extra. So it's coming to teach us you shouldn't cause others to eat. Just to to warn adults about children. That you that the adults shouldn't allow the children to eat things that aren't appropriate. My love. So what is the adult being warned to do? That he should say to the children, "Don't eat." He should instruct them not to eat. So in other words, maybe he is required to not allow them to eat. My answer is low. That's not a correct. The low lispu It means that he shouldn't feed him directly with his own hands. But if the child goes ahead and does it. He should uh, doesn't have to go in and stop them. So with this, we'll stop. We'll pick up tomorrow with uh, another ten proofs of the same thing. But for now, have a wonderful day.